Greetings, Padawans, and welcome to the archives. Here to unlock this holocron is the man of the hour, Jedi Master Sotiko. Boshan, welcome back, everybody, to season two of the Archives podcast. Tonight we are joined by myself, Fred, and MJ. Appreciate you boys for being here. Season two of the Archives. We are in episode 20, and we are ready to rumble. First and foremost, how are you boys doing tonight? Hello. Utini. Utini indeed. Utini indeed. And if you guys are all feeling Utini, and if you guys are excited for this season of the Archives podcast, head over to our Twitter, at StarWarsTAP, and we're going to be doing a giveaway we're doing a giveaway, a Star Wars Funko Pop of your choice of the latest set that was released. All you have to do is retweet, follow, and subscribe to us on YouTube, Spotify, whatever platform you're on, and we'll be ready to rumble. Check us out at Star Wars TAP. And of course, you can always drop a like, subscribe, and leave us a review on whatever podcast platform that you are on. So, without further ado, let's get right into today's podcast. Now, first and foremost, lads, we're going to start out with a nice little icebreaker. And we're going to start out talking about some cheeky little fan fictions. I have curated three topics for us. And I will let... Fred have first pick of the following. Number one, what if Mace Windu defeated Palpatine? What if Ahsoka confronted Anakin at Mustafar? And what if Padme survived childbirth? Now, I with those questions, just uh, give me like a, a few sentences, a few paragraphs, what you think would happen if either of those happened okay well um the one that i want to tackle first of all is uh it's the one that's more inter interesting to me is what if mace windu defeated palpatine you know okay like in a world where mace windu defeats palpatine like what do you think would happen you know like would uh would mace like be scolded by the jedi council for this you know because he murdered him without even having a trial would, would there have been an exception because it, they were in times of war and essentially this evil force was trying to take over the world, you know? Mm. How would it have affected Anakin seeing Palpatine die, you know? Yeah. It, it'd be interesting because, like, he would, he, would, he would see Palpatine die and then he would think, like, oh, well, the only hope I had left to save Padme is gone. Like, would he have still turned to the dark side? Would he have, like, waited it out and seen, like... Okay, well, Padme's not actually dying. Like, uh, these are all just lies put in my head, basically, that she was going to die. Mm -hmm. But Palpatine didn't help me, you know? Like, it's interesting to think. Yeah, yeah. And the the tricky part is, like, it's the... You have to separate Palpatine from Sidious for a second. Yeah. Because uh, outside looking in, people only know him as Chancellor Palpatine. Nobody knows mm -hmm. him as Darth Sidious. And... Mm -hmm. For 
Windu to kill Palpatine. Yeah. It's kind of like a. It's, it's, it's tricky to say, but it's kind of like a top general in like the Marine Corps killing yeah. the president. Where the general might know that the president is working for like a terrorist organization or something. Um, but everyone else doesn't know that. So without those facts, without that evidence, like Mace Windu is probably getting arrested. Yeah. The other thing that's tricky is Anakin is there, right? Anakin says, you can't kill him. I need him. Mm -hmm. So what's going to happen with Anakin afterwards as well? He would have had yeah. to clap Anakin and then defeat Palpatine, in my opinion. Yeah, I think if he defeats Palpatine, I think Anakin's going to want to fight him or at least... I think that there's conflict there as well. Yeah. It's also interesting because, like, um, the whole while all that's happening, remember, Order 66 is still going on, you know? So, mm -hmm. like, all these Jedi's are being murdered by clones and they have no idea why they're being murdered by these clones. Or not yet. Know? It so, hasn't happened yet. The Order hasn't been instituted yet. Oh, yeah, no, it doesn't happen until after. Yeah, after. After Bro gets cooked. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they could have prevented Order 66 if he had killed uh, Palpatine. Mm -hmm. Yep. I think socially, though, the Jedi still get ostracized. Yeah, probably. Mace Windu. Well, it's really... I mean, if they're presenting the facts, then, then it's a case closed. But honestly, yeah, it's a, it's a saying said in Clone Wars, which also uh, parallels to real life. You know, it's the words of a senator can literally sway millions. I mean, compared to what a Jedi can do, they have to use the force to mind trick to sway people's, you know, yeah. mentality and such and such. So, I mean, basically Palpatine had a grip on the people more so than the Jedi themselves at that point in that moment. So, mm -hmm. if Mace Windu didn't have the facts, he was cooked. There is one underlying fact that we're forgetting, is that Palpatine, even though he lost his primary lightsaber out the window, he always had two on him. Yeah. So, there's still a red lightsaber up his sleeve. So, it really depends. It's, re it's really hearsay with uh, Mace Windu and whoever is the prosecuting attorney in the courts um regardless though mace windu's getting arrested i think anakin is he's the key witness there too like anakin can come forward and say he confided all this stuff in me he told me he was the sith lord i went and told windu we confronted him we defeated him with that, with Anakin's uh, notoriety as well, Windu, I think, would get off. But it really depends yeah. if Anakin then confronts Windu after he defeats Palpatine. So that's a that's an interesting one because it can branch out into different places, you know? That I don't think Anakin would have tried to kill Windu. The only reason I think that is because he was the one telling Windu in the first place to... Yeah. Bring Palpatine into must stand trial. So I feel like he would then become a hypocrite if he also then killed Windu for killing Palpatine. You know? Correct, yeah. 
That's a good point. Um, so MJ, which would you like to tackle? What if Ahsoka confronted Anakin and Mustafar, or what if Padme survived childbirth? Uh, Ahsoka confronting Anakin on Mustafar okay. definitely is a hot topic, but um. Now, you, definitely... you have to remember the context. She's in the same ship. She comes with Padme. Right. And Obi-Wan and Ahsoka are, like, stashed away. Uh, in this scenario, Obi-Wan goes to um, Mandalore. Mm. So, Obi-Wan's on Mandalore. He's fighting Maul. And Ahsoka goes to Mustafar with Padme. So they're just like for like sw swapping places. Uh, so, I mean, I guess to keep it brief and just straight to the point, um, if Ahsoka confronted Anakin, I envision that same battle, except it's vice versa, where Ahsoka loses her limbs, in my opinion, because she doesn't win in that battle. And I don't think she brings him to the light. Only his son was able to do that. In my opinion <clears throat> but the battle would be i wouldn't necessarily say choreographically like it would be the same but i think it would be more agile like you know because yeah it's so, um but it definitely will be a wild battle to see i mean that's probably prime ahsoka right mm -hmm. i don't think i don't know man it's with them too i don't know <laughs> if it even gets to blows I don't know if it gets to that point. Yeah, I kind of agree with that, to be honest. Because, like, um, if you really think about it, the main reason why Anakin and Kenobi started fighting is because Anakin is like, oh, you're trying to steal Padme. Uh, you turned her against me, you know? If mm -hmm. Ahsoka had come, I feel like it wouldn't have been the same. You know? Yeah, because you have to remember, like, the... Not, not to sound sexist or anything, but, like... She is a female, so she's going to be much more delicate with the situation than Kenobi was. Um, especially with Padme there, like, they're such a tight-knit group. Like, that's Anakin's apprentice as well. Like, I don't know if it, I don't know if they, I really don't know if they end up fighting, genuinely. I think she probably talks him down, if anything. Um, and just makes more sense of the situation. Because they have a lot in common. They both wanted to leave the Jedi Order. Yeah. Where... I guess Ahsoka and Padme talk him down the ledge, you know? And then he goes, uh... He goes to court. Yeah, no, they would end up fighting. Because, remember, the conversation between him and Obi-Wan was, if you're not with me, then you're against me. So, you gotta think of that same conversation in that same scenario. You know, he will... I think he will try to bring Ahsoka to the dark and she will refuse and they do fight. I think, I think Ahsoka would always be with Anakin though. It, Anakin, not Vader, but Anakin. Like, and I think she'd make a lot more sense of it. Genuinely. Cause all she wanted was for Anakin to be okay. Like, especially in the tail end of Season 7 of Clone Wars, 
All she wanted was Anakin to be okay. And I think her and Padme together... If if Anakin doesn't see Obi-Wan, he doesn't force choke Padme. That doesn't happen. I no, just... I, I still think he does it. It's just it's just the way that how the author writes it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right now we're just envisioning it just in the in the cold turkey scenario. Yeah. Of, yeah. Will he or she not or do not? Um, but it's it's however the author writes it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. But this is a what if series. So like, it this is like this is not, right like right now we're in like the the brain meeting room right now for like mm -hmm. what if ahsoka confronts it you know like all these millions of ideas could happen oh of course all of them could yeah yeah i'm Actually, just um, i'm just trying to during think the, uh, during the the um with the rebels series right when ahsoka confronts vader for the first time then he say that nothing that she would have done would have convinced him otherwise and that's how she like came to the conclusion that like her confronting anakin back then wouldn't have made a difference yeah obi-wan uh, had the same uh the same realization in kenobi mm -hmm. yeah exactly like he was so far gone in revenge of the sith that mm -hmm. darth vader took control it was just it was done yeah. for anakin. i think as soon as mace like died that was like it that was like the catalyst that just kind of like pushed it forward there's no coming back from this I murdered a, uh, a Jedi master for you, you know? Like, we're riding or dying, basically, at this point. Yeah. Ride or die. And that's why I put these in chronological order, too. Like, if you notice, first it's, what if Mace defeated Palpatine? Then it's, what mm -hmm. if uh, Ahsoka confronted Anakin? Now it's, what if Padme then? Everything happens, but what if she survives childbirth? Mm -hmm. Um... It's it, this one's no. a really tricky one. I think she would probably yeah. go into hiding with the kids. Yeah, the problem with her childbirth though is that like she didn't die from childbirth; she died from grief. Yeah, she was yeah. so distraught that Anakin had turned to the dark side that she died. Yeah, she so, with childbirth, so, you know, it's not a healthy combo. No, it's terrible. Yeah, but, yeah. like she had given birth to the kids and then she died because of the grief, you know. So, mm -hmm. like she was well, she's passed on. They're like. She's healthy, fine health-wise. She just won't wake up. Yeah, the, Anakin, you know. The issue okay. is, Anakin could... Mm -hmm. He could sense Padme. Mm -hmm. From however far away. Like, he could sense... Um, that's how... Because he even said, like, You're lying, I felt it. She, she was alright. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, I, I think... Palpatine killed her. That's what I think. I think that was always the plan as well. To to kill off anything so to just I can have my slave. But yes. if she survived, I think she goes into hiding. I think that's an easy one. And Obi-Wan still looks after them. Maybe she gets a little Stockholmy, falls in love with Obi-Wan. But at the end of the day, like, she was dying saying that there's still good in Anakin, so maybe she pursues that. It's tough. Yeah, I think, I think any world where Padme survives, she's, like, spending her life, like, trying to get Anakin back. Yeah. And I think at that rate, Palpatine would then just kill her. Yeah. And then take the kids, 
kill Anakin and then raise the kids as Sith, you know? Man, Palpatine's crazy. Palpatine is crazy, but... Can you imagine, like, a Sith Leia, dude? That'd be crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's super possible to the point where Luke could even imagine it. Because in episode six, you know, when uh, Vader's talking about turning Leia to the dark side, like, Luke's like, nah, you're not fucking doing that. And he goes crazy. Yeah. I could definitely see it, but I wouldn't want to. Wouldn't want to. But that's why I love these fan fictions, man, because they can literally go anywhere. And I do have a Mace Windu related one dropping soon Mm -hmm. that I'm pretty excited for, but... Um, moving on to the next. Don't they make, like, if it's twins, don't they make them fight to see which one's stronger and then, like, the winner? Yeah. Comes out. Yeah, sorry. Even. Luke would have had to fight, like. Mm hmm. They'd have grown up, like, as siblings, but also as enemies, basically. Mm hmm. Even more diabolical. But moving on to the next segment. This is the Squiggo Sector. And, uh, Fred and MJ, I mean, you guys are the, the masterminds of Squiggo, so what's been going on in Gwigo? How are you guys feeling? Anything you're looking forward to? Just take it away. Um, as far as, like, Squiggo relations go, I haven't really been keeping up that much as of late. I know that obviously there's, like, new characters in the game. Uh, that Bo-Katan came out, right, MJ? Yeah, a few new characters. Uh, Bo-Katan and, uh, Darth Bane. Mm-hmm. Is that bow any good? Yeah, she's destructive. I watched somebody, like, uh, undersize JMK with Bo, so... Yeah, same. Oh, crazy. Undersize JMK? Yeah. And if you guys don't know, that's Jedi Master Kenobi. Yep. It's a very, uh, acronymical... Very acronymical game. Yeah, saying Jedi Master Kenobi is just like a pain. And obviously you can't say Kenobi because there's like four different Kenobis, so. Mm-hmm. I've always been anti-acronyms personally, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. I love saying the whole names of people, especially on stream. But yeah, I mean, it's kind of a, uh, it's kind of a slow point in the game. We are getting to the new year where... Hopefully we're going to get some information of what's to come moving on out. But, uh, yeah, it's, it, it, I would say it's it's at a good point in the game as well. It's at a good point. I just finished my Ray, which I was hyped to do. And then, yeah, um, sure. yeah just feeling really happy, feeling real good, feeling real good. Um, I, I, uh, I just broke 11 mil GP. And no, I just shouldn't. took uh, Kylo Ren on Mass to Relic 9 and Jabba to Relic 9. Jesus. <laughs> I'll take that. Obviously, I just got my raid to R8. My first R8. Wara. Nice. Um, yeah. I'm, at. I'm basically just working on JML at the moment. Jedi Master Luke. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost done with his Rex. I've got like... I think 10 more relic levels, and I'm done, so. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. 
Um, and then moving into the news, not much news has dropped for Star Wars. Um, but something very dope dropped last night that MJ was sure to ping me about, and that was the Clone Wars Battle of the Heroes from Episode 3. And that was really cool. Um, so just a, a broader question. Do you think it's important for IPs and games and movies and TV shows and genres to have such strong fan bases that insert their own creativity into things, such as like fan fictions or fan films or fan art, stuff like that? Um, I'm going to say yes. The reason I say this is because like a lot of... um. A lot of fans drive franchises in the first place. Obviously, they don't have their own direct input. They definitely do contribute. And um, I think this one really, like, seals it for me. Mm-hmm. You guys know about Sam Witwer and how he's, like, one of the, like, Star Wars, like, legends, essentially. My goat. Yep. Lo- Sam, if you're watching like- this, we would love to have you on the Archives podcast, man. Dude, it would be an honor, genuinely. 100%. Yeah, he, um, just the fact that, like, he himself grew up as, like, a like a big Star Wars fan. hmm And then he got to the point where he can voice act in, like, Star Wars, like, cartoons and, like, Star Wars games and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it even got to the point where he corrected Dave Filoni on, like, certain, like, you know, the, the fact that uh, Padme had met Anakin's mom? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, that, that, that to me just, like, shows that, like, fandom is really important in the series. Because, like, fans help make the shows and movies and stuff better. Definitely. With their creative input. Yeah. Definitely. Even even as far as, like, being involved with it, right? I think it's important for fans to speak up. And the, the main issue with fans speaking up is oftentimes, like, it's just like the comment section negativity is going to outweigh the positivity even if it's 90 10 85 15 95 5 like you're always going to notice the negativity first and yep it sucks that negativity is what sells nowadays it's what looks sexy it's what looks good but the thing that i think is most crucial is constructive feedback because I have for sure yeah given that there's a plethora of there's a plethora of people that can always give negative feedback and nitpick and stuff like that there's always going to be people that are going to want the most from a series and they they want to see certain things from a series and what i relate it to is like when we used to watch wrestling all the fantasy mm-hmm. booking that would happen yeah and people would fantasy book things to the absolute death but then when those things wouldn't happen or things would happen a certain way or people were spreading rumors that this was going to happen, this, that, the other, and looking up spoilers and stuff, and those spoilers didn't happen. They then got yeah. mad at the company, and it's like, uh, 
how can you get mad at someone for something that they literally didn't do? And it yeah, was true. It was like the Reva stuff. People saw that Reva was going to have a big role in the Kenobi show before it even came out. Mm-hmm. And people were pissed about it. Then it happened and people were still pissed about it. And it's like, well, you looked, you looked it up. You knew what was going to happen. Why? Why didn't, you, you did. yeah, why didn't you prepare yourself? So I think it was more so the fact she was stabbed twice and is still kicking. Yeah, but she ended up joining the Tuscans, so it's all good. I love Tuscan warrior Reva. It's my favorite character. But um, yeah, I just wish that people would be more constructive and be like, hey, we're not vibing with this character. This is why let us get some more from our favorite characters. And I think that's more important to do than it is to just constantly hate and nitpick things. Like you you hate the sequels. You hate Ray Skywalker. Awesome. What do you like? Let us know what you like so we can then do what you like. But right now they just like to hate. So nothing really gets done. They won't tell you what what's what the right thing to do is, you know. No, and uh, the things that they want are just—it it takes a long time, and it's unproductive, and it's unrealistic. Yeah. Um, and you just want to see—you want to see things like the Old Republic. You want to see things like Order sixty six and Clone Wars content. Yeah. And when it boils down to it they are interested in telling stories that are gonna add to the brand not just soak up more juice in a certain brand and i do get that from a story point of view but you know i'm a huge just one through six fan and i i've been clamoring for a clone wars type show for the galactic civil war so between like episodes four and five or five and six i feel like that would be the most important the most impactful series that you could get yeah there's a lot of stuff between those movies that we have no idea what happened so Mm -hmm. we have a mailbag question coming up later uh talking about like taking an eu story and seeing it explored Mm -hmm. in a series but for me, if you just gave me a, an animated, like, Clone Wars-style Luke Skywalker show, I would love that. And I, I hope that they genuinely just back into the animation more than the live-action stuff. Because, A, it's cheaper, it's easier to produce, and it's been better. I, I had a comment on my reaction video today, like the Clone Wars edit of Battle of the Heroes was better than anything that Disney did, and it puts him to shame. But, like, when you remember the context, Uh Lucasfilm, in the past three, four years, has put out all of Bad Batch, Tales of the Jedi, Clone Wars Season 7. Literally all of that has been goaded material. Yeah. All of it's animated, you know? 
I think where people start to nitpick is when it comes to live action. I'm not necessarily begging for more live action Star Wars. I'm really just begging for good Star Wars. And if that needs to be animated, feel free. So I guess my question that I'm trying to pose is, would you guys be offended or upset or disgruntled if we got new series but they happen to be animated no I'm fine with that. Uh, honestly i love animation you know me i'm like a big anime guy i love anime uh one of the reasons that i love anime so much is because like there's a lot of things like in like live action that you just can't do but you can easily do an animation to make it look good you know mm-hmm. it's much easier to choreograph a drawn fight than there is to have actors like practice for months on end to be good at like lightsaber duels and stuff you know it's so much easier you can make some really good animated you know like seeing live action is awesome right you know seeing what you love come to life but like animation is also like a big part of like just like culture in, in itself you know when i when we got um when we got like uh the the anime Star Wars series, the what, what was it called again? Um, uh, Visions. Visions, yeah. When we got Visions, bro, that was awesome to see because like I watch anime and I got to see like a lot of different art styles. Like uh, Kill a Kill is an anime. We got to see that art style. Yeah. Uh, you know, we got to see a lot of different art styles. We got to see a lot of different like interpretations. Obviously, a lot of the stories were Jedi heavy, but that is Star Wars in its essence. And we'll forgive the season one guys because, like, obviously the season one guys they wanted to get theirs mass produced, so they came up with like the most in touch Star Wars story they could think of, you know? So Jedi, yep. Jedi lightsabers, you know, like whatever they could think of. I did. I loved uh, that uh, that Ronin story of the yeah, ex Sith who went around collecting Sith Kyber crystals. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know me, like I'm not a big fan of uh, Japanese animated cartoons, but um, that thing the culture, right? It, it kind of woke you up a little bit, I'm guessing. Yeah, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. And what it made me just realize is that cartoons or animation mm-hmm. is so much easier to digest than live action is, because yeah live action it's always it's always shot a certain way it's always filmed a certain way whereas animation you kind of have unlimited boundaries you have unlimited camera angles you can do things that you can't do in live action and i i would heavily support uh, another sick animated show and i think with bad batch coming to a close there's room you know rebels is over Clone Wars is over. Bad Batch is about to be over. Like, something needs to take the mantle of the animated show because you have to appeal to your fan base that loves animation. And they have this entire studio. So, I think within the next three, four years, we might get an announcement for a new animated type show. And if you look at it, like, Clone Wars was obviously the prequel era resistance was the sequel era rebels was like the intermediary 
where you got a little bit of both. But it leaned... I wouldn't even say, like, original trilogy. I would just say it leaned closer to A New Hope than anything. But we yeah. haven't gotten any kind of context series for the original trilogy. Yeah. And I would love a nice context. Especially with everything going on. Like, the bounty hunters, the civil war, the rebellion, the empire, Luke, Leia, Han. Mm -hmm. Um... If you're really, if you're really smart, you do between four and five so yeah. that you can see Han Solo as well. And then you can do later series. Um, you can do between four and five and then you can do another season where it's five and six, you know? Yeah. Anything to add more context because right now we're going into post episode six going into seven with all the live action shows so i think it'd be smart to give more context of the universe that we're kind of coming out of and giving more id like ideas and understanding for the universe that we're going into that makes sense yeah i mean like uh they're always trying to like tie in like like the old episodes mm -hmm. to like the, the modern shows and stuff like that you know so it just makes sense like obviously mark hamill super old now you know mm -hmm. uh I say, we don't we don't talk about that what happened here you know rest in peace rest in peace yeah and, and that's then, also uh, another Hamill. really cool thing too with those kind of people just yeah. like in clone wars you don't need those actors because no one voiced their character in Clone Wars except C-3PO. Yeah. So that's another really smart and easy thing to do. And you need to remember, we love these characters. There's not a single oh, yeah. person out there that has any kind of hatred or disinterest in Luke Skywalker. Yeah. As long as you get someone that does the role justice, this is also like a chance to like introduce new actors as well to the star wars like universe you know yeah like uh, i go back to sam Witwer, you know <laughs> sam Witwer gets introduced into star wars everyone loves him as maul everyone loves him as star killer you know mm -hmm. even when he voiced palpatine like he's a sick palpatine yeah exactly when you get these kind of actors who are also passionate about the series you get them involved you know like let's say the voice actor for luke is like really into star wars you know he'll do his best to like voice the role and then you can maybe introduce him as like another character later on you know in a yeah. new like star wars movies that you do so it's I, like oh yeah the guy that voiced luke skywalker in the uh in the animated series he's gonna be in the new uh movie you know he's gonna be on Rey's jedi council gonna be sick it's like hell yeah I'm looking it up right now to who did Luke Skywalker in Battlefront 2. Okay. Mm. So, it's a, I was making sure it wasn't like AI. But... Yeah. That guy sounded great, and he could take the role on, you know? Yeah. Together, man. You still have Billy D. Williams about. He could do the voice as well, like... Man, I... How do you feel about that, MJ? Like, if they drop Star Wars The Civil War. And it was 
a Clone Wars, but for between four and five and five and six. I think it's long overdue, in my opinion. Bro, you can even add characters like Dash Rendar, Kyle Katarn, yep. Mara Jade. Like, Mara Jade can be the Ahsoka Tano, where she's not mentioned in the movies, but she's there and you know that she's there and you know that she's present. You can add things in like Zizor and all the crime lords and stuff. Like there's so much. And I, this would make billions of dollars. Billions with a B. It would be so cool, man. New action figures. Star Wars would be fucking cool again. Toys the lot. Like you can do something with that. And I really hope that they do. I really hope that they do. Um, taking us from there and kind of sticking in the same realm with our character spotlight this week. We're talking about Han Solo. He's the cover boy. He's the thumbnail character. And if you guys want to recommend a character for next week, let us know in the comment section below. And we will sort you guys out. First come, first serve. And whoever has the most likes on a comment with a character wins. So with Han Solo, yeah, yeah. folks. Sorry, I was going to say, also, don't forget to, like, any questions you have, any concerns, anything you want to want us to talk about on the podcast, feel free to put it in the comments. 100%. Because we love seeing you guys talk about that, you know? Like, we love just kind of taking that and then putting it into the show, you know? So just, like, feel free. Yeah, and hit, hit us up on Twitter, at Star Wars TAP, on Instagram, at Star Wars TAP. Or across my personal channels at Sotico, MJ's personal channels at It's Mary J, Fred's personals at It's Your Boy Freed. Um, all links are in the description. Hit us up, have fun, join the discords, get the conversation rolling. And with season two, I am going to start a The Archives podcast discord um, for the fans. So you guys can directly hit us with comments, directly talk about Star Wars with us. It's going to be really fun. So with that all being said, Han Solo, he's a character that got introduced to us in the first movie in 1977. He's been in what? Episode four, five, six, seven, and nine. He also has his own standalone movie. How do you guys feel about our boy Han Solo? And if you could um, talk a little bit about his character, what you like, what you dislike, and why. Yeah, uh, as far as Han Solo goes, he's like a staple of Star Wars. I remember, like, obviously when I was a kid, I didn't really watch Star Wars like that. But, like, if you told me who Han Solo, like, if you said Han Solo, I'd know who that is, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, yeah, this is a guy from Star Wars, anyway, yeah. But he's such a staple in the series. I, I don't think I can really say anything bad about him. He's just such a good character. Like, as far as, like, negatives, I feel like he didn't really have any, you know? Like, uh, he was, like, confident. Uh, you know, he was really, like, helpful to the, uh, to the Rebels. Every, yeah. nah, he's a he's a scruffy looking nerf herder man <laughs> what i what i really liked about him is that 
he was he had the stereotype to be the like good looking douche right and he had every reason in the world not to help the rebellion but he did it and he did so so that's why i really like han and because he kind of reminds us of the everyman like he doesn't have the force he doesn't have magical mystical powers but he was able to still become one of the most famous people in the rebellion and one of the more crucial people in the rebellion that's pretty cool and he's just an everyman yeah do you have anything that you like about han solo mj other than his shoot first mechanic in galaxy of heroes Big young Han Solo fan MJ's, you know. I do like. Sorry, feeling kids. Oh, you're good, man. Uh, I'm in the minority, you know, that enjoyed Han Solo, the the young Solo movie. Mm-hmm. I did. Um, yeah, not a lot of people did, but it was actually a really good movie. I loved it. Genuinely, I thought the actor who played Han did such a good job. Yeah, that's another example of like Star Wars just incorporating new actors into, you know, similar roles. The only thing that is like because it's live action, like now you, you can't be like, oh, we'll uh, have him play like another character because everyone's gonna be like, oh, that's young Han Solo. So why is he playing this character? You know, which kind of sucks. But yeah, that's that's a statement that I said uh, back with Cara, dude. You know what I mean? Like Gina Carano. Yeah, okay. When she steps foot into the Star Wars universe, she solidified mm-hmm. her role as Cara Dune. It's just yeah. crazy to think about in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. One foot, and that's you. Mm-hmm. Funny thing about um, Cara Dune as well. I had a dream last night. Not last night, two nights ago. Mm-hmm. That she was back in Star Wars. And mm-hmm. no one was really upset about it. Everyone's pretty chill about it. I feel like there's always going to be those fans that'll be upset oh, about it. Oh, 100%. Like, the overnight activists. You can't have her also be this character. She's Cara yeah. uh, My emergence ruined, dude. To be fair, they never killed her off. They just said yeah. that she's over here doing this. And I think that was probably to gauge our reaction to it. But mm-hmm. um, no one cared, you know. <laughs> yeah. But... Um, yeah, if you guys have a character you guys want us to talk about next week, definitely let us know in the comments. Um, our last segment before the mailbag is presented by Kim's Picks on Twitter. If you guys need any Gamba 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 advice or personally selected picks, hit up Kim's Picks on Twitter, and he's got you. He's got a VIP that is $15 per night, and... A very good price for some very good picks. Uh, this is nuclear hot takes from Kim's picks on Twitter. Essentially, boys, because I don't think you guys have done this before. We've done it a few times. Mm-hmm. Nuclear hot takes. So if you have any hot takes for Star Wars, it could be a troll. It could be a bait. But if you have any hot takes that you think is a wild opinion that you have a unpopular opinion uh, you know that meme where like everyone's pointing swords at the guy and he's just chilling? That kind of take. Um, 
And I'll start us off. Yeah. With, I believe that Rey Skywalker is the most powerful Jedi in the episodic uh, saga. I believe How that, dare you? Yeah, I believe How that Rey Skywalker <laughs> is the most powerful Jedi in episodes one through nine. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of like points of back then though. I mean just the fact that she said that she's all the Jedi, you know? Mm-hmm. And there's in fact the combination of all the Jedi coming together to be Palpatine, and then she has to be the strongest force in the in the, in the, like, the entire series. Yeah. yeah. And ultimately she brought balance to the force and <laughs> was adopted into the Skywalker family. Mm-hmm. For a reason, you know. For a reason, she uh, equivocally ended the Sith. Now, I'm sure there's a contingency plan. I'm sure Palpatine was training somebody when he was on Exegol. Like, he wasn't just sitting there. But I believe that she wholeheartedly ended the Sith. And I'm really excited to see where they go with this upcoming movie. Because... We're a little bit, we're a few years after that. I want to see what the galaxy is looking like. I want to see what the vibe is. What's up with the Jedi, you know? I'm, I'm super excited for this one. How you guys feel about that? I know if Juder was here, he'd be spewing hate. Yeah. He'd probably be like, yeah, dude, Ray's, uh, <laughs> trash, dude. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, like I said, you know, like there's some valid points that point towards Rey actually being the strongest Jedi, you know. Specifically, mm -hmm. like I said, she's all the Jedi. If she is all the Jedi, that means she's a combination of all of the fallen Jedi who have come together to try and stop Palpatine from basically destroying the world, the galaxy. So, mm -hmm. you know, she has to be the strongest, or at least one of the strongest. Yeah, has to be. Are you a are you a Ray truther or are you a Ray hater, MJ? It's hard to read you. I feel like your opinions could go anywhere. He's a Shinhadi truther, dude. <laughs> oh, I, who's not? <laughs> who's uh, not? Not mad bad in the slightest. He's a Shinhadi. <laughs> Shin's another one like Shin and Balin. <laughs> I do want to know more about. And yeah. with the like the the series, you can always do a little bit about uh, a little bit about Balin. In that series, is just like a little offshoot. Like this is what Balin's uh, also doing. We can get animated Balin, bro. You know. That would that be perfect. Play, yeah. Get a voice actor for him. And I think that's probably that's the best way to do it. To do like a yeah. Tales of the Jedi for Balin. Yep. That'd be fire. Yeah. Do you have any hot takes, Fred? Like, give me your most buck wild take. Most buck wild. Um, I don't have a lot of buck wild ones. I think my hottest take is probably like something that you think I, I disagree I with. That you disagree with? I don't. I know a lot of people disagree with like the fact that like. Um, so you know how a lot of people want Star Killer to be canon, right? Yeah. But they don't want him to be as powerful as he is in the games. 
Yeah. I think the opposite. I think he needs to be that powerful. God damn it, I think that too. You bastard. Yeah, see? I think that too, because it makes sense. It why, does, yeah. Why he does he is... have to be quote unquote nerfed just because he's he can pick Darth people Vader up? Saw... Yeah, he Who? saw that Darth Vader started taking as a pupil, bro. If Darth Vader thinks he is that good enough that he should be his pupil, he has to be that strong. Mm -hmm. Um, Fred's statement was. Do you want to re-say it, Fred, for MJ? I, I think that um, that Starkiller has to be as strong as he is in the games. He should not get nerfed if he becomes canon. I feel the same. God yeah. damn it. Yeah. I thought it's not really that hard of a take, but there are a lot of people that think otherwise, you know? So. Do you have um, any uh, takes, MJ, that you think that we would disagree with? Anything buck wild? Yeah, anything, I'll come back to that. Anything dumb? Because one, one that I have, one take that I have, is that I don't think Django Fett was him. Like everyone else mm. thinks. I don't think Django Fett was that guy. I've heard all of these stories. I've heard all the fiction. I've heard legends that, oh, Django is this, that, the other. When it came down to brass tacks... He couldn't kill Kenobi. He, he he froze, you know, when the spotlight was on him. And Geonosis in the arena, face to face yeah. with Mace Windu. Spotlight was on him. 3-1 lead. It's now game seven. 89-89, guarded by Kevin Love. He couldn't make the bucket. He couldn't make the bucket. I mean, I have a hot take. What's that? <laughs> Palpatine let Mace win. I actually don't even know. Like, to this actual Star Wars nerds that know, it's actually, it's Ooh. confirmed. But to those casual viewers, it's a hot take. Palpatine let Mace Windu win so that Anakin could kill him to turn to the dark side. I don't, yeah, I don't think he did. <laughs> I, I, so I genuinely think Mace Windu bested him <laughs> because Palpatine had no clue Anakin was coming. He was uh, he was ex he was completely focused on surviving. Like he had to f kill five, four Jedi, four or five Jedi. And he only and ended up that in a matter of 10 seconds. Oh, of course, because <laughs> Sith speed in it. But at that point, like, he has to defend the Sith. He's he's all that there is. He's all there is. He put all of his eggs in Anakin's basket and was just getting these, like, rentals. Darth Maul was a rental. Mm -hmm. You know, Darth Maul really wasn't even a Sith Lord. Because he was his Sith assassin. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of like calling Savage Opress a Sith Lord. He really wasn't. He was just uh, going to be another assassin. Because Dooku, he had these contingency plans like Ventress. Like Savage. Um, if at any point Dooku and Savage killed the Emperor... 
Savage is dead. Dooku's chop sueying him. I think it was always meant to be Dooku is going to reign supreme by himself. He didn't really F with what it meant to be the Sith. He F'd with the power. So it'd be really cool yeah. to see what kind of emperor, like empire we got from Dooku. I think eventually he'd pass on his teachings, but it'd have to be to someone that he trusted, like um, Asajj Ventress or somebody. But as far as Palpatine letting him win, I don't think he did. I think Mace and his um, Vapod were able to win the battle, truthfully. Because you have to think, Palpatine probably, probably wasn't the best with facing someone of that nature like mace windu is second in command in the jedi palpatine lost to yoda as well you know people say that palpatine beat yoda no shot he did yoda he won did. one no city has had him retreating and going to a swamp that smelt like dagobah literally planet intended he that's what i mean like he made mace literally win on purpose because he was literally brainwashing anakin for the last 13 something years to groom him into as maul said his next apprentice and what did he need that little push he needed palpatine to save his wife and boom there there goes mace now in my opinion that seems a little stupid because he's using force lightly and you know, people say, why didn't you just turn off the lightning bolts? And, you know, and then you wouldn't have to throw on skin lotion every night when you go to bed. Well, the fact was, is, I mean, he did let Mace best him. and But he was so angry at the fact that uh, he didn't know, like, if Anakin was going to show up or not. So, well, no, that was at the point that the, he was there when he used the Force Lightning. But he was just so angry that he was just full on using lightning. He's, you know what I mean? There dude, was no stopping. The way that bro slithered away from the lightsaber, he is such a bad guy. Is he is is Palpatine the greatest bad guy ever? He's up there with Thanos. Uh not Thanos with Thrawn. Or doesn't just Star Wars or talking like just like history? Throughout. Throughout. Mm. Maybe. He, he has like really up there. He's back all the time, but like you, you just count the charges for dude. Treason, treachery. I just feel like corruption, too much. genocide, like mass murder. A hundred percent. Like the Death Star. Twice. Lost. Yep, twice. Um, when Vincent the killer son, he lost. Even mm -hmm. like in the original trilogy, he lost a lot as well. You know, like mm -hmm. there's a lot of things he wanted Anakin to do that Anakin didn't do. You know, hundred percent. Yeah, man, we could we we could dive into Palpatine in his own episode, but for now, ladies and gents, we have our galactic dispatches, our mailbag segment. 
And with this, um, me and Fred will take turns reading it, and whoever has an answer, feel free to, to hit it with it. Um, but the first question, do you think Anakin Skywalker would have turned to the dark side if Qui-Gon had survived and continued to mentor him instead of Obi-Wan? That's all. This one we've actually talked about a lot, bro. And I think I know. I think we've, yeah, we've discussed this, like, so many times, like, just amongst ourselves. I feel like I have an answer to this one already, and, like, I'm just saying, like, no, nah, I don't think he goes to the dark side. I think Qui-Gon was much, much more prepared to, like, raise Anakin than Kenobi ever was, so. Yeah, for me, it's just a straight up, no, he doesn't go to the dark side. He fulfills a prophecy, and uh, Palpatine tries to find, like, a different... Student, maybe at some point he persuades Ahsoka mm -hmm. to join him. Maybe, you know. Maybe he gets someone else. Whoever he got, though, would not have been good enough to, t to meet Anakin. And Anakin would have probably just brought balance to the Force. 100%. Like on yeah. 100%. With, yep. with Qui-Gon, I think he trains Anakin perfectly. Genuinely. Mm-hmm. Now, Qui-Gon wasn't the greatest master in the world, but I think Qui Anakin looked up to him so much because, like, dude, this is the guy that saved me. Yeah. Ultimately, like, Anakin saves himself, but that bet doesn't happen if Qui-Gon doesn't stick his neck out for Anakin. Yeah. So, I, I don't think he turns to the dark side in the slightest. I don't think he turns to the dark side in the slightest, but solid question. I, I could see a path because obviously Qui-Gon's still going to be associated with Dooku. And Dooku <laughs> says that Qui-Gon would have been a wonderful ally. So you never know. You never know. The thing is, I don't, I don't think Qui-Gon would join the Separatists because I think he's too smart to join them because he would have realized that they were being led by someone else. Aside from the Separatist, like, console, you know, he would have probably figured out that it was Palpatine doing it, you know? So. Yeah. Palpatine feared Qui-Gon. He was the yeah. one Jedi that he was actually afraid of. And it wasn't like you don't look at the guy when you walk down the hallway. Like, he he lost sleep yeah. over Qui-Gon. He was oh, yeah, no, very fearful. Yoda lived for hundreds of hundreds of years, mm -hmm. and Qui-Gon was still, like, a much wiser Jedi than, than Yoda will ever be, so, mm -hmm. you know, like, that's insane, that's how smart Qui-Gon was. That's how I feel, too, like, uh, by a mile. Um, I've been debating, uh, I've been debating with my friends about this, what do you feel, uh, I'm having a mare. I've been debating with my friends about this. Do you think the force is inherently good or evil? Or is it all about how individuals use it? What's your guys' take? Um, I think there's two sides to the force. So there's obviously the good side of it. And there's, the, there's also the evil side of it. And I feel like one of the best representations we actually got of that 
uh, ironically enough, was in um, the Ray movies. Mm-hmm. Well, you know when uh, Ray's like looking down the hole and she's like, "Oh, the dark side could take you over." I feel like that's such a good representation of it because, like, that is what it is. It's just a hole that you fall down into, you know, like the dark side of the force. Mm-hmm. It's just this like you slip up and all of a sudden you, you're going down this deep hole and you you think you're gonna hit rock bottom, but you never do. You know, it just gets deeper and deeper and deeper. I think that's just like a good representation of the force. Because there is, like, the good side of it, and then there's, like, the bad side that you just continuously fall down into. Because mm-hmm. if you realize, like, with Darth Vader, he never, like, he kept going down and down further. He never hit, like, a rock bottom of, okay, I'm just at the epitome of evil, you know? Mm-hmm. And he was able to find his way out of that darkness and save his son, you know? So, in that aspect, I feel like the Force has good and evil parts to it. There's like the good side and there's the evil side, and then they're constantly struggling to keep it at a balance so that there's not all good or all evil. Because if there's all good, then there are consequences to that same way as all evil, you know? Yeah. So. I can't put it any yeah. better than that. No, we'll take yeah. that 100%. Anything to say about that, MJ? I think the force is definitely neutral for sure. It's mm-hmm. all about how one uses it. See, I think it's natural. Like, I think it's good. I think the force is good, but <laughs> just historically, um, how people have used the force has been dark. Because it, it's in the verbiage using the force, you are manipulating the force. Now, mm-hmm. it's like, are you stealing money for drugs or are you stealing money to buy food for your family? It's both, there's a crime being committed, but one's for obvious good, one's for obvious evil. With people, you, it, use the usage of the force, I guess, would be evil. Because there is a crime being committed, but I more so align with it's all about how individuals use it because there is a choice at hand. You can choose, <laughs> do I want to do the evil or do I want to do the good? Um... Because it's not their fault that they can manipulate the force, that they do have an atonement with it. So, I, I more line with it's all about how the individuals use it. Uh, question number three. What would happen if Count Dooku killed Obi-Wan in Attack of the Clones? That's a really good question. Yeah. If Dooku killed Obi-Wan... Mm. If he killed Obi-Wan, I think he probably kills Anakin too. He didn't kill Obi-Wan out of respect to Qui-Gon. Yeah. If he's strong enough to kill Obi-Wan in the first place, then he has to be strong enough to kill Anakin now. Like, yeah. Surely. I mean, he disarmed Anakin. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. is like, If he, if he had killed Qui-Gon there, right, do you think in any way Sidious would have tried to intercept there? You know? No. Just like logically, I don't think so. Yeah. I guess I guess it makes sense, right? Because if, if Qui-Gon I mean I'm sorry, if um if Dooku was strong enough to kill Obi-Wan and he was also strong enough to kill Anakin, at that point Sidious would be like, Okay, well I have my disciple, it's Dooku. I it was gonna yep. be Anakin, but I guess Dooku's stronger, so Yep. That's yeah. kinda that's how I look at it as well. Like if Dooku was reigning supreme, even though Dooku was like in his seventies, eighties, um, yeah, 
So Palpatine probably would be working on a contingency plan for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Dooku would reign supreme. Do you have the next question, Fred? Yeah, let's see. No, uh, number four. This, this person says, One of my favorite characters is Ahsoka Tano. I've been thinking about her fate post-Clone Wars. Do you believe she could have played a significant role in the events of the original trilogy? And if so, how? In the original trilogy? Okay. That's, like that's a pretty interesting six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 46. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the thing that I'm upset about with her yeah. being in the Mandoverse is that where was she in 4 through 6? We don't have that context. Yeah. That's why I don't I, think she uh I don't think she knew Luke until until Luke was night. You know. I I want to know. I want to see where they met. True. Yeah. Like we just we have so many questions and i even i i'm not a big ahsoka fan um i have a a funko of her two funkos of her and an action figure but i wouldn't say i'm a huge fan she's just a crucial part of the lineage of this because she's a skywalker too i've always considered ahsoka a skywalker um but I can see as a fan why you'd want those questions answered too. And just me as a Star Wars fan, I'd love to see those questions answered. I want to know so much more about Luke Skywalker. So much yeah. more. He's sick. It is insane, like, considering Ahsoka felt, like, responsible for a lot of, like, what happened with Anakin, that she doesn't seem to be around that much for like you know for luke and Leia and all of them mm-hmm. and surely ahsoka knew that luke and Leia were alive right like there's no way she didn't know i don't know i don't know she didn't know anakin was still alive when he was vader that is true so it just depends on how much how close they are around it uh, Bail Organa, would he have told Ahsoka? Like, hey, this, this Padme's kid. Mm. I bet. I bet so. They were close. And. But then, why did he call Obi Wan over Ahsoka? So she, he probably didn't tell her. Yeah, so she probably didn't know. She probably had no clue until they met. And like, hold up, your last name is Skywalker and you're a Jedi? thing is, though, that makes it even more crazy, though, right? Because, like, if you don't know that Luke exists, right, or Leia, and that they're... Well, she, she probably knows Leia exists, right? She knows Leia Organa. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know she's Leia Skywalker, right? So, in this scenario, where you don't even know that there's, like, a Luke around... There's a Leia around. What are you doing during the whole, like, empire? You know, like, what's happening? Like, the Death Star is about to kill millions of people. Where is Ahsoka Tano? Mm-hmm. If she truly believes that there's, like, no one else around that could stop it, where is she? Why, why, why are her and, like, everyone else not, like, you know, on the front lines? Mm-hmm. That's, like, insane to me. We need more information about this so that we know, you know? Yeah. 
Hundred percent. Like surely Ahsoka is the type to jump to like the, to battle, you know. So I don't know, man. A lot of a lot of holes I need filling. Yeah. Do you think that they should include Ahsoka? Like, cause she was huge in the Clone Wars. Should she be? Yeah. In the Civil Wars. If they gave me some kind of story about how she was on the front lines, but like in different parts, I would believe that, you know? It's like, mm -hmm. yeah, no, she was actually working under uh, General Organa, you know? And she was doing her thing, you know? Like, I would believe that, you know? 100%. It's like, oh, yeah, Leia had doing stuff like in other places. And, okay, yeah, that's fair enough. You know, Leia, Leia had Luke on the front lines anyway, you know, with uh, Han as well. So she also had like Ahsoka dealing with other matters. Like, that makes sense to me. But. Not even knowing what she was doing during that time. What if she just goofing <laughs> off with Sabine? You know, like her and Sabine are just like chilling somewhere. Like, okay, huh? that makes no sense. It's beautiful. It'd be really it, yeah. it's like, sh why is no one in Lucasfilm figured that out? Yeah. Why is no one in Lucasfilm figured that out? But. Even if the Ahsoka show could kind of fill me in on what she was doing the time, that'd be cool, you know? Mm-hmm. The cool thing about the potential of that would be just knowing and having that context. So when we watch the yeah. originals, we're like, oh, shit, we know Ahsoka's here right now. Yeah, exactly. You know? Mm-hmm. It's like these dudes are fighting on Hoth, Ahsoka's over on some other planet, you know, like doing something, you know, like whatever she's doing. Next question. Shout out to the Ahsoka fan. Um, with the rise of streaming services and anthology series, what era or character in the Star Wars universe would you like to be explored in a standalone series? Not counting the Civil War, because we've already pitched that to oh. death, but... Yeah. Uh, MJ or Fred, do you guys have a show that you would want to see? A standalone TV show? Like, who would you even pick at this point? You know, we've had Boba Fett. We've, well, we had old Boba Fett. We've had The Mandalorian, obviously. Mm -hmm. We have Ahsoka right now, you know? Like, we've had Kenobi as well. Although, to be fair, that's the Leia Organa show, bro. That's not the, that's not the Kenobi series, bro. That's the Leia Organa show, man. That's a Reva you know? show, goddamn. Brothers, brothers, rejoice. What would you do tomorrow if Disney just announced just a straight up thumbnail and an announcement with a date and the title of the show is Starkiller? I pop off, break. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. The internet would break Starkiller. and they can literally do the game's missions as episodes. Yeah. 100%. And a lot of it would be canonical. Like, you could write, that's Shock T's death. Just all you got, you don't even have to nerf him. Literally, what you could do is just retcon all the people he's killed. Yes, he's this powerful, <laughs> right? Like, he's literally killed Han. He's killed Chewie. He's killed Luke. He's killed Old Ben. He's killed Vader. He's killed Pal. The list goes on. Yeah. He doesn't have like, to kill those folks. But he can be that damn powerful. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Add in, Let me see add in characters people. like Dash and shit to take the take the place. Kyle Katarn, take the place. Kill him there, you know. Kill characters that don't show up. 
you need somebody strong like Ahsoka, and I hate to say it, like I, the only person that could possibly, because right now Ahsoka, um, I'm gonna give a two five second spoiler warning because it's a no, spoiler, bro. It's been six months. You're good. It's been six months. You guys, all right. Here we go. Ahsoka just peaked, and she basically did the whole Gandalf the Gray into Gandalf the White, but we only yeah, got the crazy. scratch of the surface mm -hmm. of what she's capable of. Meaning, like they've just given her the cow power, where you touch an object and you can see its memories or whatever. Like that's not something as powerful as like say force repulse but in the jedi aspect it is because it's not destructive it's knowledge but i would like yeah i honestly think like i've that's one thing i wanted to see ever in live action or just in general i like ahsoka versus star killer both apprentices of anakin both versions light and dark would be insane to all of us as star wars fans yeah I think I have two as far as like standalone like series. One is Cal Kestis. I'd love to see a Cal Kestis show. That'd be awesome. I, uh, despite having like, played the games, I've like watched like the game playthrough and I like, I love this, the character that is Cal Kestis. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to see a standalone series with him. Kind of like fighting the Inquisitors, meeting Marin, you know, stuff like that. Um, and then as far as like my second one, I mean, you see all the purple lightsaber pop up, you know? You see the oh, mask. Yeah. Jedi Knight Reverend starring Trevor Jackson. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. yeah. Now yeah. I think I could give Revan a go. <laughs> I mean, now that you have the short hair, you definitely can, so. Yeah. I it, think it wouldn't happen, though. Give it a month, it's canceled. You'd have better chances <laughs> with Mara Jade coming to live action. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> He's talking about the fact that like the the the, the, the game got canceled. Like, oh man, God, they'd uh, they'd, they'd murder me too. They'd be like, "Oh, this guy never existed." Yeah, this guy never existed. I'd love to play Revan, bro. That'd be sick. Yeah, that like I'd love, I'd love to see that. Shout out, shout out, my homies, man. W. I'm a huge fan of the expanded universe, and I'm curious if you could canonize one non-canon story, what would it be and why? And how might it enrich the current canon? Star killer. Star killer. <laughs> I'll say well, Dash. I'll say Dash. I'll say Dash Rendar. I'll say Cal. Cal. Wait, Cal who? This, he's canon. This, yeah. Yeah, he's canon? Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's canon. Nah, his his games are canon. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. Well, I'm chilling. I don't need nobody on the phone. I'm being general. I'd say Mara yeah. Jade too, man. I really would say Mara Jade. Yeah, it's about time to make Mara Jade canon. Because bro. that can be. literally be the reason why he runs off to the island. It's 2023. You know an actress has a shot at playing Mara Jade. It's just whether they push the button or not. Yeah. Just cast a nice. Joy is dude. No, 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 no. It has to be like a no-name lady. It has to be her first role. I don't. It has to be a banger of a flick. Bro, hot take. I'm sorry, but I hate big name actors in Star Wars. Yep, because it just yeah. ruins the part. It takes you out sure. of it. I don't need to see Jack Black. I did. In Star Wars, man. I did. 
What's another one? Same Bill Burr the, at first was, was tough, but he he was great. He played a good role. He's a good actor. Yeah, it's all about how the role is portrayed. Honestly, give me, give me Adam Sandler as Starkiller. Dude. <laughs> no, <laughs> keep Adam Sandler out of Star Wars, bro. It's like George Lucas said, Adam man. Getting, Darth Vader's like, you have to feel the Force, and he's like, I'm trying. Here. Give me a minute. <laughs> no, we can't have that, man. Um, Adam Sandler's just standing there next to Leia as Alderaan gets blown up. You want to go home? Go back to your home. <laughs> Michael Jackson and the peak of his like popularity. He not not the peak, but like he wanted to play Jar Jar, but George was like, "I can't have you do that. You're too popular." He wanted to be in everything. He wanted to be Agent M in Men in Black, and even the dude was like, "No." <laughs> I wanted to make a joke there and say that he also wanted to be in, uh, but we're recording. <laughs> so, yeah. how oh a good time. Um, do you think a Sith centric storyline could be compelling as the traditional Jedi focused narratives? And which Sith Lord would you like to see explored in depth? I think there's like. Yeah, there's a bunch of like Seth fans, bro. They exist everywhere. It would, it would like, be a hit. I, I personally think the OR would kick off with like F1 race car boosters. <laughs> and, like, and also, like, the fact that Sith centric, dude, evil just goes viral for some reason. When evil wins, it's good. And I don't know why. 100%. I can't see Disney doing it, you know? Because, like, yeah, Disney would so. never want to, like, drop something where it's like oh yeah the evil guys like win you know the good guy always has to win yeah i feel hey, like look at, look at the, the seven to nine trilogy the evil guys never really won you know like the the good guys always like kind of escaped with mm -hmm. their lives and the good guy like the evil guys they didn't win because you know they got to get away so finn or poe should have died changed my mind <laughs> Rose Tika should have died. Changed my mind. He can't. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> I think Sith was. It would be sick. It would be sick. Um. Let's see. We'll do one more question, because I don't want to keep you guys all night. I know you guys are on the East Coast. So one more question. <laughs> Which character do you believe had the most impact? On the overall Star Wars saga and why? Gotta Luke. Every every person that's ever talked about Star Wars ever has talked about Luke Skywalker at one point in their life. So, no, that's fair. A lot of people are connected to Luke Skywalker. Uh, he is like like Mark Hamill is Star Wars man, you know. So like Luke, Luke is just the most influential car character. Like some would argue Darth Vader. But I think like Luke just takes the cake for like you can't talk about Star Wars and not talk about Luke Skywalker, man. Even to this day, they're still trying to put Luke Skywalker and stuff, man. Yep. I, well, I I'd say it's like it's really hard because there's a lot that had a lot of impactfulness on the saga itself, like uh, Anakin for Vader's story in the prequels as a whole, Ahsoka from the Clone Wars to now in the shows. Uh, yeah, you know, a lot. It's a lot. 
Luke, you know who's like underrated as well? I feel like R2 and C3P are super underrated because they're in like everything, you know? They're like in every single thing. Uh, my, my, my father told me when I was young mm -hmm. that the story of Star Wars is actually told from those two droids. But as we go on and we watch everything, Fabio yeah. had his mind wiped. So literally the whole story is actually told through R2. Yeah. From R2, technically not R2's POV, but you get the point. It could be because that's why characters are per depicted a certain way. Because at the end of the day, you have to realize this is a story that's being told. And history is always told by the winner, right? Yeah. That's crazy. Maybe that's why things are so exaggerated in Star Wars. Possibly. It could be. That's a pretty cool thing about it. But, ladies and gents, that's going to do it for episode one of season two, episode 20. Appreciate you guys for coming through. Has been your boy Sotico. Van Seal is not here with us, but we will try and get him for next week. And huge shout out to my boys Fred and MJ for hanging out, talking some Star Wars. If you guys would like to drop a like, subscribe, leave us a rating, and download us wherever you get your podcasts for the Archives podcast crew. Have a wonderful night, and may the Force be with you.